Hyundai's most electric EV lineup changes the way you look and feel about EVs, specifically Hyundai EVs. Hyundai's EV lineup has everything you've been yearning for in your next or first EV, boldly captivating your senses. There's the ultra-fast charging in the Ionic 5 and Ionic 6 from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. There's the fun-to-drive lineup and the tech-infused standard safety features like highway driving assist and blind spot collision warning. Plus, you get America's best warranty with a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited electric battery warranty. Learn more about Hyundai EVs at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. America's best warranty claim based on total package of warranty programs. See dealer for limited warranty details. See your Hyundai dealer for further details and limitations. I have sat down with the McNair family and I have asked them for my release. And we have mutually agreed to part ways at this time. No need for sources. Hashtag sources. Uh, J.J. Watt released by the Texans. What's up, everybody? Will Brinson here with the Pick 6 Podcast and John Breach as we break down the J.J. Watt released emergency podcast. I guess we're not breaking down. This is the J.J. Watt is released emergency podcast. A little Friday morning news dump breach. Uh, look, there's a lot we'll unpack here. You know what stood out to me? The Texans agreed to release J.J. Watt. You heard him say it. He said, we asked for my release. We mutually agreed to part ways. And the Texans still managed to leak it out that they were releasing him before he could send out his video on Twitter. It's unbelievable. All the goodwill they earned, uh, are, I mean, they didn't earn any, but this much goodwill they might have earned, they lost it all. Because you know Jack Easterby's out there texting like, oh, we just cut J.J. Watt. He's probably going to release a video to try to get the news out first. Don't let him do it. Get this news out there. Uh Yeah, so they're just, they can't do anything right. Nothing. Yeah. Uh Look, this is a, I mean, this is pretty... Pretty huge day for the franchise. Uh, J.J. Watt, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, um, borderline MVP candidate at times. Were it not for Aaron Donald showing up, I think that J.J. Watt would easily be the greatest defensive player of his generation and arguably the greatest player in Texans history. Maybe the most important player in Texans history, even if he's, you know, even if you want to quibble with, you know, like Andre Johnson or um, I don't know who else it would be. J.J. Watt is absolutely on the Texans' Mount Rushmore, I'll tell you that. There's not a lot of other options, Brinson. But, I mean, J.J. Watt is a, is a first-ballot slam-dunk Hall of Famer right now. Doesn't need to keep playing if he doesn't want to. He does want to keep playing, um, and he was very thankful for his time in Houston, as he announced on Twitter. I came here 10 years ago as a kid from Wisconsin who'd never really been to Texas before, and now I can't imagine my life without Texas in it. The way that you guys have treated me, Besides draft night, I mean, you guys booed me on draft night. But uh, every day after that, you treated me like family. And I truly feel like you're my family. Since that day, I have tried to do everything in my power to work and earn your respect and try and make you proud on and off the field. You guys have given me everything and more, and I can only hope that you feel like I've given you everything I have. Thank you, Houston. I love you. Yeah, look, I mean – it's hard to imagine the Houston Texans without thinking about J.J. Watt first and foremost. And of course, you know, the, the big flood in Houston that, that did so much damage. Uh, Watt stepped up in major humanitarian and philanthropic ways, donated a ton of money. Uh, you know, obviously that's, you know, that's secondary to, but you know what? It's primary. It's, it's more important than what's on the field. Um, just because of, you know, like how he, how he just, you know, like, 
dove. He, I mean, he just, he just, he's like, he, I don't know. I like, I don't even think of him as like a Wisconsin guy. I think of him as a Texas guy. I don't know. That's, that's weird. I hadn't even thought about that in my head. JJ Watt is just like, just like very Texas. And, and, uh, and he, you know, that has come to pass. I think, uh, you know, who does think of him as a Wisconsin guy, everyone in green Bay who was literally getting their one piece of stock saying, I am a part owner. I'm calling uh, the front office and I'm telling them to sign JJ Watt right now. He is wearing a Wisconsin sweatshirt. In his video, nothing screams bring me back to Wisconsin more than wearing this Wisconsin sweatshirt. Also, are we sure this was not like uh, some sort of hostage-like video that Deshaun Watson made J.J. Watson do? Let's make the franchise look as bad as possible, man. I want to get out. You want to get out. Let's plan this together, please. Uh, but, yeah, everything you said, it is uh, – I, I think the the big thing is – if you're literally any other team in the NFL, you thought, man, you know, I can tell J.J. Watt wants out because if you've been following J.J. Watt on Twitter, he's literally been throwing the Texans under the bus for the past six months. They fired their PR person, uh, Amy Palsic. They When they let her go, he tweeted something like, uh, this is a fantastic PR person. I don't know why anyone would ever let someone like this go. Uh, not being too subtle with the shade. Then the, the, the Texans fired their equipment staff. Uh, you know, and those guys are important to the players. They get to know the players. They make sure your shoulder pads hit, your helmets hit. Uh, the, the players are usually pretty tight with those guys. The Texans let those guys go last week. And JJ Watt again, again tweets out, uh, yeah. you know, these guys are awesome. This was dumb. I mean, you could just sub-tweet. see the separation coming. Let's, let's, let's get it right. It's a sub tweet. Yeah, sub tweet. There you know, we go. he is thanking, he's thanking all these people for their, you know, for their work with the Texans. And I, I truly do believe that, you know, he, he, loves these people, but he is clearly firing a shot at the organization when he sends these sort of things out. Absolutely. So now then you're the Texans and, and you're sitting down, you're Cal McDaniel, you're like, my God, you know, like we want to do him right, but also we can't have him slandering us on Twitter anymore because we're doing that to ourselves. Uh, we don't need JJ doing it. And so if you're any other NFL team and you just saw this news today, you're thinking, my God, we don't have to trade for him. We can just, we don't have to give up any compensation. We just go out and sign him. This is amazing. So I mean, I think the market for J.J. Watt is going to get pretty crazy. All right. Before we get there, let's, let's, uh, let's hit on some, some Watt stuff. So worth noting, he, he retired, retires. He's released by the Texans, um, after making five pro bowls and five all pro teams. You know, when you see those years, what stands out is that those are really aside from last year when he played the full season, his healthiest years. And when he is, when he was healthy in his career, I mean, I, there's not many, uh, more dominant defensive players. He you know, was taken famously in the 2011 NFL draft, which has a, a ton of, uh, potential Hall of Famers. Cam Newton was the, the first guy taken, obviously, in, in that draft. But the fam- the famously part about the, the JJ Watt pick is that the Texans took him at 11 and he was sandwiched in between Blaine Gabbert, who was taken above him, uh, after Jacksonville uh, traded up with Washington. Super, Super Bowl winner, Blaine Gabbert. Oh, that's right. Flex on him, Blaine. Good job. You finally got that ring. And, uh, Christian Ponder, who was taken immediately after JJ Watt. I like the, to me, that is the perfect encapsulation of that 2011 draft is that the Texans drafted JJ Watt, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer and gave them five all pro years and three defensive player of the year, three defensive player of the year award seasons. And there were two like just garbage quarterbacks and, and Texans fans booed. The pick. I mean, like that's it's so perfect. Like that is that is everything about that draft. Anyway, he was taken with the twelfth overall pick, um, tenth overall. Excuse me, eleventh overall pick. Lucky eleven. That's my favorite number. 
immediately comes in for the Texans and makes an impact, had five and a half sacks his first season, and then exploded in his second season. 2012 led the league in sacks with 20 and a half, uh, led the league in tackles for loss 39, and led the NFL, the entire NFL, including quarterbacks in approximate value, according to pro football references, like, all-encompassing uh, stat that sums up how how good a season was. With 19, he did not, uh, you know, 20 and a half was his, uh, he, he did that twice in terms of sacks, but he also led the league with 17 and a half in 2015. And you could argue that 2014 and 2015, 25 and 26-year-old seasons um, were were maybe maybe the best. I don't know. I mean, he, he was just like, he had, like, that is an insane number of sacks in a four-year stretch for a guy who often plays on the interior. He had uh 69 sacks. Nice. From 2012 to 2015. I mean, you know, and like he hadn't been healthy really. Like he in 2018 he had a bounce back season and played all 16 games. 2019 missed 8. 2016 and 2017 rough years for him health-wise. You do feel like he could end up going somewhere else and 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 being able to sort of squeeze the most out of whatever he's got left under the hood because at 31, is he turned 32 yet? No, he turns 32 on March 22nd. Um, he's still got something in the, uh, he's still got something in the tank breach. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if you watched him last year, I think that became pretty clear because there was some question, you know, he, in, uh, 2019, he injured, he got injured, only played eight games. So he missed half the season and so coming into 2020, there was some question about whether or not, hey, is this still J.J. Watt? Is he still good? And what did he do? He didn't get injured. He played all 16 games. He had a fantastic season. I mean, maybe by J.J. Watt standards, not fantastic by the average defensive player standards. I mean, he had five sacks. Uh, he had a pick six in 2020. So he did some big things. He just wasn't the J.J. Watt we're used to saying because the Texans just weren't that good. Um, but he still – is a very, very good player, and he could still make a huge difference on a defense. I mean, you put him somewhere where he's not being double teamed, like, and, and again, we'll talk about landing spots in a second, but like, if he's playing next to Aaron Donald, you know, JJ Watt's going to do some damage. The Texans just didn't have, I mean, they have had players like that in his career where Stevens turned into complete crap. I mean, it was a great unit for a long time, and he anchored it, and now it's, it was garbage last year. Exactly. And, and so now, Man, if I am JJ Watt, I'm just like going through rosters. Like, man, where do I want to go? Uh, well, where should he go? Let's, uh, let's talk about that. I mean, I think obviously the first two places that come to mind, one Green Bay, you know, where he's wearing a Wisconsin shirt. That's home to him. Um, you know, the Packers are a team that are in contention for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let, me, let me just say real quick, because you asked where he should go. I made a list right before the podcast started, oh, nice. places I thought he should go. We don't have to go through it. And I listed 14 teams. So that like have a compelling reason to try and add JJ Watt. That's insane because that's almost half of the NFL. So back to the Packers. No, no, no. I think that's a, that's a, that's a great call. Look, I also think if you're talking about JJ Watt, so this is a guy that has, I don't think the Texans ever made it out of the divisional round, right? Uh, yeah. they beat, they've won a wild card game. I know for sure. They, uh, uh, they beat the Bengals twice. And I, I was going to make an Andy Dalton joke because JJ Watt had a pick six off of Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, we missed. Um, <laughs> but I think JJ Watt will be extremely interested. And I don't, I don't want to, this isn't pejorative. I, I think JJ Watt will be a ring chaser this offseason. 
He's been in the playoffs six times, lost in the divisional round four times. And, and the other two, they lost in the wild card round. So they've never gone further than that. And remember that for the majority of JJ Watt's career as a Texans player, he didn't have Deshaun Watson there, you know, or like he had, like, I think he's probably been to the playoffs. Oh, I'll look it up. Uh, he has been to the playoffs how many times? Six. Six. Yes. I know that. But since Deshaun Watson was drafted, just twice, right? Or three times? No, twice. Because they lost to Kansas City thirty nothing with Brian Hoyer, and then in two thousand nine, yeah, because Watson was drafted in two thousand seventeen. So two thousand nineteen, they played Indianapolis and, and Andrew Luck, um, and then in two thousand and twenty, they obviously you know uh, beat Buffalo the, the year the two thousand, not this season, but the year before two thousand nineteen season. They beat Buffalo in that crazy, in that crazy game and then got, you know, we're up 24 nothing on, on the Chiefs in the divisional round. But th- the point being is that it stands to reason, I believe, that you can probably look at Super Bowl odds and that will tell you like a pretty good script of where JJ Watt might go. So the Chiefs and Buccaneers have to be in play. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that Tampa's necessarily a great fit, but God, like you could see Tom Brady. Talking JJ Watt into coming into town, especially if like they lose and Dama can sue, maybe. Jack Barrett might not return. Yeah, sure. I mean, like if they're losing pieces on the defensive line, like I could see JJ Watt taking no money to go to Tampa Bay. I don't, again, schematically, maybe not perfect, but Todd Bowles will make it work. Uh, I think the Packers make a ton of sense because they are very good and, um, you know, could use some help against the run and JJ Watt, great, great player against the run. Uh, even at his advanced age, the Buffalo Bills are not a crazy option. Well, and with the Packers, not only is JJ Watt returning home to Wisconsin, so maybe he'd be open to that. We have to think Aaron Rodgers is on his phone right now. If he's not at like an engagement party, he is saying, you remember all that, uh, shade I was throwing about adding more people? This is one of those guys you want to add. This is somebody, you know, I, you probably think I wanted receivers or someone on offense. I will gladly take JJ Watt. So someone needs to call him right now. Get on his uh, phone. By, by the way, we have a question from the chat. Um, somebody on YouTube asks, is Ryan Wilson the handsomest member of the Super Friends? Oh, it's Ryan Wilson watching us on YouTube. What a goob. Um, you, Wilson, for those asking is, um, Watching Trevor Lawrence throw in, uh, in Clemson. He's not in Clemson. He's just watching him throw in Clemson. So that's why. Um, and, uh, and look, a bunch of people in chat are pointing out that. So yeah, what's the best, um, what's the best landing spot? Drop something in the chat. We'll put them up. Uh, the Atlean asked Falcons, three question marks. Not a crazy idea. I just don't think they're far enough, um, up the, the list of teams that can win the Super Bowl breach. Yeah, I, I don't think the Falcons are going to be, unless they offer him a one-year, $45 million contract. I do not see J.J. Watt landing in Atlanta. I, I don't think we mentioned the Steelers yet, but that's an obvious one because T.J. Watt, Derek Watt are both there. And if you want to reunite with your brothers, I think that's the one spot where he'd be able to, he'd be willing to take, like, not just a discount, but like a dollar general sword discount where, uh, you know what? I'll sign for the league minimum so I can play with my brothers for one year. Well, and um, you know, he said the other day, I don't know if it's like on Twitter or like where I heard him say it, but, um, he never played with his brothers at any level. Yeah. He, he was at any level. To, and they've always played together. And I don't think that three brothers have ever been on the same team in the NFL. Is that, uh, you know, racist? But, I mean, but, I'm just throwing that out. I, I, I literally have no context for it, but it would be really surprising if three brothers from, I mean, three, three actual blood related brothers. Were the Gronks, were the Gronks ever 
I don't think there's another. No, are there even three Gronks in the NFL? There was. They all had. There was like two of them on a practice squad. I think. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe. Uh, so that's why the Steelers make sense. And so that's, you know, the Steelers don't have a ton of cap space. They're trying to work out that stuff with Ben, but I think that maybe he would. By the uh, way, the Steelers lost their, uh, starting center. Um, true. We're worth noting, we don't have to circle back for a Pouncy Brothers retire emergency, emergency podcast. within the emergency podcast. Yeah, yeah, it was a sub emergency podcast. Uh, both Pouncy Brothers announced their retirement through Ramon Foster, uh, the, the Steelers, uh, you know, and, and it was a weird thing, but th- he tweeted out that both, um, that both of those guys uh, were retiring. So the, the Chargers and the Steelers have now lost a Pouncey brother. Uh, that is fairly important. I need to look at, uh, Marquise Pouncey's contract because it is Pou- Marquise is the Steelers guy, right? <laughs> it's unfair to have these two brothers with the same name. So. Uh, check it out too. Anyway, um, point being is that JJ Watt, the, the Steelers are a potential option. Um, I guess the Seahawks could work. Somebody mentioned that in the chat. Uh, a bunch same, of people- same thing with, uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, if you're Russell Wilson and you just went public saying, Hey, look, we need to get some help in here. And yes, I probably meant offensive linemen or receivers, but now that JJ Watt's available, John Schneider, call him right now. Don't even let him, uh, you know, don't even watch that video. Don't take time to do it. Call JJ right the second. Um, I think another one that would be interesting is the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys offense is so high powered, but it's tough for them because their defense is so bad. And, uh, Demarcus Lawrence is already on Twitter trying to recruit JJ Watt. And if you're JJ, you don't really have to make a move. There's no state taxes in Texas. Uh, you know, so I feel like you, you could be convinced to go to Dallas. Uh, I think an interesting one is the Tennessee Titans. You get to stay in division. So Ooh. you get to beat up Double on the Double revenge game would be nice. And you get to reunite with Mike Vrabel, who was your defensive coordinator yeah. for two years. So, and I'm not just saying it because I live in Nashville. I saw your face prints, and that was your that was your initial thought. You're like, Breach is only saying that because he got a Titan helmet back there, and he's living in Nashville. That was my initial thought. I'm tired of the Titan stuff. Uh, but I do think the Titans would make some sense because, like you just said, two revenge games, and then because you're reuniting with Mike Vrabel. Uh, A3 in the chat. Yes, we see your comments. You keep typing 49ers, eventually we'll, we'll get to it. But yeah, 49ers didn't, that's not out of question. I mean, like, yeah, I, look, I, again, the 49ers are up there in terms of Super Bowl odds at 15 to one. I think anybody with 20 to one or better Super Bowl odds, actually anybody with 30 to one or better Super Bowl odds is, is in play. You mentioned the Cowboys. Um, I guess the eh, Chargers, me, Browns, sure. Why not? Seahawks, Dolphins, eh, Colts have, Colts have the Rams. The Rams, sure. Why not? I mean, go put Aaron Donald and JJ Watt together for a season. That'd be freaking awesome. And the Rams, as <laughs> I hope JJ Watt goes to the Rams as a lifelong Rams fan. I hope that happens. Um, and, uh, if, yeah, somebody points out in the chat, uh, if Andy Dalton is still on the Cowboys, no chance that, that what do they, do they don't, do they dislike each other? Yes. We know about JJ Watt's long history with Andy. Start with the pick six. No, 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 it didn't. It started with the Rose Bowl in college when Andy Dalton beat oh, yeah. J.J. Watt. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was at TCU beat Wisconsin. But I don't think, I don't think they dislike each other, do they? I think it's just funny about what's happened on the field. Okay. Uh, Colts fan, Northern King 4466 points out in the chat. Colts, yes, don't pass them over. Yeah. I mean, like, look, the Colts are in the business of acquiring talented players. They're trying to make a run at Carson Wentz right now, but don't want to overpay for him, according to a lot of reports. And as a result, 
you know, it wouldn't be shocking. Like if they go get a quarterback that they try to keep going all in. And again, like this is, there's an Andre Johnson factor to this, in my opinion, or like a Steve Smith factor to this. If you're in the AFC South, if you're the Titans, Colts, or I don't, I don't think, I don't think you go to Jacksonville, obviously. Uh, but I guess you can't rule it out technically. Um, if you're, if you're the Jaguars, Colts, or Titans and you sign JJ Watt, you're going to get two Hall of Fame performances from him, bare minimum against the Texans this year. Like he is going to put up a five sack game in one of those, in one of those games. I will guarantee it. Um, or maybe a three sack game is probably something I should guarantee. Uh, the Ravens. Did we talk about the Ravens? I was going to say any team in the AFC North, probably the Bengals last because they were the worst last year. They all play the AFC South. They, well, no, just because they're all good. You, you know, oh, you're yeah. talking about with the Super Bowl odds, the Ravens could absolutely use the pass rush. You use, you put JJ Watt in that defense and now you have Lamar Jackson at offense. That's a strong team. The Browns, if there's one team, one thing they actually do need, it is pass rush. They have the cap room to do it. Uh, so I think the Steelers, Ravens and Browns could all make sense. Uh, and I don't think that the Bengals, I don't think he would even answer the phone if the Bengals called, but you know what? You throw the Bengals in there. I'll throw the Bengals in there. Uh, and somebody pointed out that, um, Watt called, uh, Dalton the little red rider BB gun. <laughs> I, I do remember that happening now, but I, I want to say that, um, that JJ Watt apologized to him. Yes. Here we go. Deadspin. The lame Andy Dalton JJ Watt beef has come to an end. Uh, yeah. Watt said, it wasn't lame. It was an amazing. Said, You're just you trying to get on. I'm not going to give it to you. I'm sorry. He said, he said, he, he said he's sorry to Andy Dalton. And like Andy Dalton and JJ Watt are not the type of dudes to hold a beef against each other. Like that, that, that beef ain't real. It ain't happening. So, um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to count that. I don't know why people are comparing. Why are people talking about the Rockets in the, in the chat? The Rockets and the Warriors. Uh, the, the, the Bucks are the new Warriors apparently. Um, any other teams that, uh, that could come to mind for you, Breach, before we. Uh, I would just say that any team with cap space, Washington has a lot of cap space. They went to the playoffs this year. Feel like they're, and their defense is loaded. Um, you know, they probably don't need JJ Watt, but again, it's JJ Watt. If you can get him for a year, you're probably going to take him. Add division, you know, it's potential that Carson Wentz is traded out, which I mean, I know Carson Wentz sucks, but like that would, I don't think if Carson Wentz is traded that it makes the Eagles an immediate content, you know, it doesn't like boost their contention possibilities. Right. Um, the, The teams that made the playoffs last year with the most cap space are the Colts. Washington, the Buccaneers, the Browns, and the Ravens. Those are your top five teams that made the playoffs with the most cap space. All right. Uh, what do you think that this does? Oh, yeah. Somebody is pointing out as well. Uh, the Chicago Bears, I guess, could be in play because, um, his wife plays for the Chicago, uh, soccer team, I believe. Uh, uh, Keela Watt, maybe is her, her name. Sorry if I messed that up. I mess up everything. Uh, but she plays for the Chicago Red Stars of the National Women's Soccer League. Um, so that's a possibility, but I don't think when you're as rich as JJ Watt that it necessarily matters proximity to your wife in professional sports. So that would be my only thing. I mean, they were doing Houston and Chicago right now, you know, so like. Yeah. Right. And she could get traded too. If you have that much money, wherever you want, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Pawlowski asked a question that was, is perfect for our segue. Does Watt wait to see where Watson ends up to possibly reunite? And I think, you know, that's not off the table breach, but I think maybe more importantly, like both could go to New England, for instance. Um, maybe more importantly though is 
does this, does this release of what? Oh, I, oh. So the, the Texans leaked out that they released JJ Watt, did the, did the nice thing by him instead of trading him so he could pick his destination. So either the Texans are, couldn't, in my mind, so one of three things, either the Texans couldn't trade him, the Texans are idiots, or the Texans, well, I, I, no, I guess the two things. The Texans are either nice idiots or they couldn't trade him. Which one is it? They are nice idiots. Uh, you can trade JJ Watt, but I think they wanted to, they have all this negative press going around and it's snowballing and they're thinking, God, the national media, literally football fans think we're idiots. How do we fix that? Let's do right by JJ Watt, uh, and not trade him for a third round pick or, or hold him hostage like we're doing to Deshaun Watson. Uh, Watson. And so, uh, like you, we started off with Princeton, they cut him and they didn't even let JJ Watt leak it. They leaked it before he did. So, but, but, th- but look, the whole premise of believing that Nick Casario and Jack Easterby can come in and fix your organization is rooted and anchored by the fact that they grew up under Bill Belichick. Do you know what Bill Belichick would never do in a million years? Sacrifice a third-round pick to be nice for good PR. Like, that's bad business. And may- maybe they couldn't have gotten anything for him. Like, that's possible because he does have a $17 million cap hit. But if they could have gotten something for him and they cut him, they released him, mutually released him, or whatever you want to phrase it, um, to be nice and for good PR, then that's that's the biggest red flag we've seen yet. Uh, so with Watson, does the, does the fact that they acquiesce to JJ Watt's request, uh, give you hope that Deshaun Watson will end up somewhere else? I, I, I don't think it changes anything with Deshaun Watson. The, the JJ Watt release saves the Texans a bunch of money. I think Joel Corey, our, our, uh, former sports agent says, I've been saying he was going to get released for like six months. It was, it was, it was going to be his last year in Houston. Well, he, he, was, he gave me the cap number. That's all. I wasn't talking about that he was going to be released. It, it, it's saving over 17 million. So you're talking about a move that you, you get cap space. You don't get that with Deshaun Watson. You're taking a cap hit. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't think this changes anything with the Deshaun Watson situation. And I don't think JJ Watt will wait to see what Deshaun Watson does because look, free agency starts March 17th, but JJ Watt got released so he can sign before March 17th. So while, while everybody has their, uh, bank account still full, all those teams, you know, they know how much cap space they're going to have for the most part, and they don't know what the cap is going to be. So if you're JJ Watt, you want to sign before March 17th, before the big money starts being spent. So the teams have to spend the money on you. That's a great point. Um, and teams will, it also will let him pick his spot. Like he can go wherever he wants. He can sign for, I, I really don't think he's going to ask for a ton of money. I don't think he has, I don't think money is, I mean, I know that money matters. Money always right. matters. Um, but it's like 10 or 15 million. I could see one year, 10 to 15 million. Oh, I don't think he wants even that much. Oh, well, depending, you know, like if he goes to the Steelers, I could see him going for under 10, but I think, you know, like I think he'll go, I think, he'll, I think he will ask, he will find the best possible landing spot and then take somewhere between like, I think seven and 10 million. I think, I think he'll go low because I think he wants to like, I think he'll, I mean, that's a lot of money to sacrifice, I guess. <laughs> it's like seven million, but, but. If you want to go get a ring and you want to help that team get a ring, like that's your, I mean, he has a ton of money. Like he got drafted in the first round. Granted, it was the 2011 draft, so new CBA, uh, but obviously signed. I mean, he's made a lot of money. So I don't think, cause his last contract was a six year, $100 million contract. Like he's, 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 you know, 
Are, are the Texans now the NFC's version of the Detroit Lions, where like all the star players, you're just severing ties, none of them want anything to do with you? Detroit did it with Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, got rid of Matthew Stafford, and now the Texans, Andre Johnson, they burnt the bridge. J.J. Watt wants, he's out, he doesn't want out, he's gone, and now Deshaun Watson, bye. It's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, we will have a Deshaun Watson emergency podcast as soon as that happens. If it happens, might be a little while on that one, but I'm sure that we are pr- we are not done with news in the um, in the coming days, weeks, whatever it is. But JJ Watt has been released by the Texans. That's the emergency podcast. Thanks for checking it out. On remember when these emergency when these breaking news happen, uh, you can tweet at us at John Breach at Will Brinson uh, with a siren. Somebody asked, will there be a Wentz podcast? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, there'll be a Wentz podcast. We just had a JJ Watt got released podcast. If Wentz gets traded, we go live. So what we're going to do this off season is if breaking news happens, we will go live on YouTube and Twitch. So make sure, yes, Debo will be on the Wentz podcast. Is there going to be an Andy Dalton emergency podcast? Will? No, that's not big enough. Andy Dalton, if he, yeah, if he gets, if he, I'm yeah. just, yeah. but, Subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to Twitch, youtube.com slash pick six and twitch.tv slash CBS Sports HQ, and you'll get alerts. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, if it's, I said somebody's name wrong, really, you'll get alerts if we go live and we will go live for breaking news. So make sure and subscribe. Thanks guys. Uh, appreciate you all hopping in the chat. No, there will not be a podcast. Yeah. If Joe Barrow asked to be released, we'll do a podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, see you guys later. Enjoy your Friday. Have a great weekend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.